Good morning. Uh, this meeting will come to order. Welcome to the September meeting of the Local Agency Formation Commission Committee uh, meeting today. Um, I am uh, uh, Commission President uh, Connie Chan, uh, Chair of the, the Commission, I should say. Uh, I'm joined by Commissioners Gordon Marr and Alternate Commissioner Dean Preston and Shanti Singh. I, I think I do see uh, Commissioner uh, Dean Preston here too, right? I did so, not see him myself. Is he no. no, I don't believe he's here. Uh, mm -hmm. Commissioner Singh is here though. Great. Um, and uh, the clerk uh, is Madam Clerk, Alyssa Samara. And also I'd like to thank the staff at SFGov TV for staffing this meeting. Madam Clerk, do you have any announcements? Yes, Madam Chair. Today's LAFCO meeting is being held through video conference and the members will participate in the meeting to the same extent as if they were physically present. Public comment will be available on each item on this agenda. Channel 78 and sfgovtv.org are streaming the public comment number across the screen. Comments or opportunities to speak during the public comment period are available via phone by calling 415-655-0001. Again, 415-655-0001. The meeting ID is 2493-099-8339. Again, 2493-099-8339. Press pound and then pound again. When connected, when connected, you will hear the meeting discussions, but you will be muted and in listening mode only. When your item of interest comes up, please dial star three to be added to the speaker line. Best practices are to call from a quiet location, speak clearly and slowly and turn down your television or radio. Alternatively, you may submit public comment via email to myself, the LAFCO clerk at Elisa, A-L-I-S-A dot Samara, S-O-M-E-R-A at S-F-G-O-V dot O-R-G or by U.S. Mail to 1, Dr. Carlton B. Goodlett Place, Room 244, San Francisco, California, 94102. If you submit public comment in either of these two ways, it will be forwarded to the commissioners and be included as part of the official file. That concludes my comments, Madam Chair. Thank you so much, Madam Clerk. Um, please call the roll. Um, on, the, on the roll, Commissioner Chan. Present. Jan, present. Commissioner Marr. Present. Marr, present. Commissioner Singh. Present. Singh, present. Madam Chair, you have a quorum. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, before we call uh, item two, I'd like to note that uh, sadly, this is uh, Executive Officer Brian Gogol's final meeting as uh, our Executive Officer um, uh, would any other commissioners like to speak? Uh, and I, I also just want to thank uh, Executive Officer Gobo for all your work. Um, and we look forward to seeing you again. And I had that. I have. To, I am confident that we will, and our path, paths will cross. Yeah. Um... I'd love to share some remarks, um, Chair Chan. Just also, um, thanks again, yeah, so much, Director Goble, for your your really um, thoughtful, strategic, and and um, capable leadership um, of LAFCO these past three years. Um, our, um, you know, LAFCO itself, I think, was um, 
um, kind of struggling a little bit as far as um, finding, you know, reaffirming its um, its role in our city. And I think through your through your really strong leadership, you know, that's that's the LAPCA has been re really um, reaffirmed as an extremely important body here in the city, um, continuing the oversight of Clean Power SF, um, but also taking on important new roles, particularly um, the groundbreaking research on, on app-based gig workers in our city um, that has just been so impactful here locally and, and really nationally. Um, and then now taking on the, the role of, of um, supporting the, the planning for the public bank um, initiative. So, um, so we're, thank you so much again for all of your contributions and, and putting LAPCO on such um, um, solid footing, you know, for us to, to move ahead in the next phase and look forward to seeing you, um, Director Goebel, in, in, in your new roles. Thanks. Thank you, Commissioner Amar. Uh, if I, I don't see anyone else in the roster, um, and uh, I just want to note that uh, our Commissioner Mars, uh, alternate uh, Commissioner uh, Preston is here with us today and welcome and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Ch Chair Chan and, and uh, Commissioners and, and sorry to, uh, to, to just join late and, and I just wanted to, to stop by even though I, I am an alternate so usually would not be speaking when uh, when uh, Supervisor Commissioner Moore is here but but I do want to stop by just to to say a few words uh, with uh, to uh, to and about uh, director Kobel and, and just thank him um, for for all his really tireless work and and commitment to, to LAFCO. Over the years, and I think I think in many ways, um, for everyone involved in in LAFCO, we've really folks have really seen that that um, I think you've transformed uh, LAFCO in many ways into um, a real force on on many issues, and I think you brought from your um, from your work, you know, previously as journalists and and uh, you know at KQD and Streets Blog, um, a um, depth of understanding to the issues um, and 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 a kind of willingness to really dive in deep um, that's that's really served the the agency uh, incredibly well. So um, I, you know I know folks are familiar with your work and and uh, Supervisor Mar just was was talking about it, but particularly as we're working to to get closer to independent uh, renewable energy grid in the city and 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 working on just so many of the, uh, the studies specifically uh, that you did um, during your time in LAFCO and and, I, and in particular and I know right when I when I came to office you briefed us on on the what I think is the biggest labor study in the nation on gig workers within the emerging uh, mobility economy you know and and it's just so much of this work I think goes um, uh, Unsung and underrecognized, um, and and you've just championed so many projects during your time as as director. So just gonna miss your your passion and, and commitment, and and uh, really really appreciate your uh, your your impact on uh, particularly in the areas of energy and 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 labor and government in San Francisco. Thank you for your for all your public service, and gonna miss working with you. Thank you, Commissioner Preston. Uh, before I, I, I see that both uh, 
commissioner is saying and Officer Gobo's hands are up, but I would I, I would think that I like to, in this case, truly save the best for last, <laughs> so to speak. Let's go to Commissioner Singh uh, before we go to Officer Gobo. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the thank you, uh, Chair Chan. Um, sorry for the camera having a few internet difficulties right now. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to echo, uh, you know, how invaluable um, Commissioner Goble, or Commissioner Goble, I called you Commissioner, Executive Director Goble um, has been, you know, in the last three uh, and a half years that I've been on LAFCO. I mean, this is like a really challenging role that somebody that just requires like 110% like pure initiative and creativity. And um, I really, really um, appreciate all of the work that's, that um, Director Goble has done, um, even with all the challenges that we've had. And like, yeah, I've just, I just want to say thank you and you will be sorely missed. Thank you, Commissioner Singh and uh, Officer Goble. The floor is yours. Thank you, Madam Chair, and, and thank you, every one of you commissioners, for your kind words this morning. It is a bittersweet moment. Um, it, uh, later this month will actually be my last day, but this is my last meeting. And I just want to express uh, deep thanks and gratitude um, to all commissioners, current and former, uh, for giving me this opportunity three and a half years ago. Um, it has been a wonderful and rewarding experience and I'm going to miss working with all of you. Um, I'm very proud, as I said, of all we've accomplished at LAFCO, uh, including the gig survey, including the recommendations, uh, the hiring of a renewable energy consultant, and all of the wonderful work and reports that our research associates did during this time, all 11 of them. And I have to say that working uh, with every one of those research associates uh, was one of the most rewarding aspects of this job. I am the sole staffer here at LAFCO, so they were an immense help. Um, and they learned a lot uh, in their roles, and I learned a lot from them. Um, and I certainly hope that LAFCO can continue those partnerships with both the Coral Institute um, and the University of San Francisco. I also want to extend a, a special thanks to um, all of the legislative aides that I've worked with over the past three and a half years. I've learned so much. They are incredibly uh, hardworking individuals. Um, and I also want to thank everyone in the clerk's office um, who are true professionals. Um, in particular, I want to thank Elisa Samara, Junko Laksamana, Victoria Chow, Wilson Ng. I'm, I'm going to forget a lot of names, but just a big thanks. And of course, to Madam Clerk, Angela Calvillo for all of her wise guidance over these past three and a half years. Um, so again, thank you so much, commissioners, and I wish you all the best going forward. Thank you, Officer Goble. I wanted to take this opportunity, and, and frankly, it is a privilege of mine to be able to present this to you, uh, even though it's online. I wish we were doing this in person. Uh, I, I just want to let you know, Officer Gobo, that I had a chance to speak with my predecessor, you know, former chair of the commission, uh, Chair um, uh, Sandra Lee Fuhrer, and she sang their praises. And she really thought that there was no way that, you know, um, the commission could have done the, the work that, you know, uh, that you, you all have done together 
if not for your dedication and your hard work, you pour your heart and soul into um, the commission's work and to really brought us to where we're at today. Um, so I just want you to know that I'm going to relate this message um, from her and I align myself, you know, uh, with her sentiment. So I want to also take this chance, if it's okay, to present to you a certificate of honor that we all have uh, prepared for. And it's, it's, uh, it's a privilege to present this to you and it's unfortunate that I'm not able to present to you in person. Um, so we, this will be mailed to you and, and I hope that you, you can look at this and, and know that uh, we're, we're thankful and grateful to your work uh, and that uh, we, we really look forward to seeing you uh, in your new roles and look forward to working with you in your new capacity. Thank you. Thank you so much, Madam Chair. Thank you. Um, moving on, uh, I just before we move on, though, I do want to make sure uh, if there are any agenda changes that any of our commissioners and would like to propose at this point. Uh, seeing none, um, thank you so much that we uh, will. Um, Madam Clerk, could you call item two? Yes. Item, uh, item number two is approval of the LAFCO minutes from the July 16th, 2021 regular meeting. Members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this item to call 415-655-0001. Now meeting ID 2493-099-8339, then pound, and then pound again. If you have not already done so, please dial star three to line up to speak. A system prompt will indicate you have raised your hand. Please wait until the system indicates you have been unmuted and you may begin your comments. Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, do any of the commissioners have any changes to the minutes uh, from the July 16, 2021 meeting? Uh, seeing no changes, I will open up, uh, I will open this up for public comments. Speakers will have three minutes. Are there any members of the public who wish to comment on item number two? Uh, Madam Chair, DT is checking to see if there are any callers in the queue. Um, please let us know if there are any callers already. Uh, if you have not already done so, please press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold, please continue to wait until the system indicates that you have been unmuted. Uh, do we have any callers? Looks like we have one in the queue. Okay. Uh, hello, commissioners. This is Eric Brooks representing our city, San Francisco, and Californians for Energy Choice. Just wanted to echo what everyone said at the beginning of the meeting about uh, Executive Officer Goebel that uh, without his important and crucial work, so many of the things that LAFCO needed to accomplish and even its existence as a commission moving forward would not have been accomplished without him doing the things that he did. And I just wanted to quickly put that forward as somebody who's worked with this commission for many, many years. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. I believe that was the only caller. Do you have any more callers on the in the line? There are no more callers in the queue. All right, thank you, Ms. Mendoza. Madam Chair? Seeing no more public comments, then public comments is now closed. Is there a motion on the floor to approve the minutes? Uh, so moved. Moved by Commissioner Marr. Is there a second?
Oh, I can second that. That's good. Second by Commissioner saying without any uh, objection. Oh, wait. So uh, do, do we need to call roll? Yes, Madam Chair. On the motion to approve the minutes, moved by Commissioner Mar, seconded by Commissioner Singh. Commissioner Chan. Aye. Chan, aye. Commissioner Mar. Aye. Mar, aye. Commissioner Singh. Aye. Singh, aye. There are three ayes. Great. These minutes are approved without any objections. Uh, Madam Clerk, could you please call item number three? Yes, item number three is the executive officer's report. A, funding re recommended for e-bike rebate program for delivery workers. B, the Coral Fellow, Coral Fellow Ashley Garrity. And C, the Cal LAFCO annual conference that was canceled. For members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this item, please call 415-655-0001 now. Meeting ID 2493-099-8339, then pound in, then pound again. If you have not already done so, please dial star three to line up to speak. A system prompt will indicate you have raised your hand. Please wait until the system indicates that you have been unmuted and then you may begin your comments. Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, we will now hear from uh, Executive Officer Gobo. Um, before we start, I just wanna make clear for this meeting that we're trying to uh, keep all the presentations uh, to uh, about 10 minutes. Um, Madam Chair, would you like me to time it, the presentation? Uh, sure, please do, thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair, and good morning, Commissioners. It's Brian Goble, Executive Officer. I am thrilled on my last LAFCO meeting to bring you some very good news. Um, I am thrilled to report that the, well, I have a couple of items, but I'm gonna start with the most exciting uh, news. And that is that the California Energy Commission uh, has recommended that $560,000 in funding be awarded to the Department of Environment for a four-year e-bike rebate pilot for on-demand delivery workers. As you know, this is a recommendation that came out of LAFCO and our survey work and our recommendations to improve working conditions for gig workers. Initially, um, the grant was not awarded, but the California Energy Commission wound up having a surplus in their budget. And so the Department of Environment is receiving funding for this pilot and their broader electric vehicle strategy. So really good news. Um, and I really wanna thank Suzanne Lucen. Uh, at the Department of Environment for all of her work on this grant, along with the partners, Grid Alternatives, the San Francisco Bicycle Coalition, um, the Driver's Seat Cooperative, and SFMTA and the SFPUC are also partners on this. Essentially, what this is going to do is it's going to take cars off the streets. It's going to transition drivers who have expressed an interest in, in e-bikes um, to doing delivery work on an e-bike. As you know, in our survey, there was an encouraging number of both ride hail and delivery drivers who expressed an interest in doing delivery by e-bike if they were given an incentive. Um, and the hope is, is that this could serve as a broader um, model, um, for, as a model for a broader program for an e-bike incentive for all San Franciscans, also could serve as a model for other community choice energy programs who offer who want to offer e-bike rebates as well. So uh, again, very happy to report that news this morning, um, and happy to answer any any questions on that. 
The second item that I have today is I wanted to welcome uh, Coral Public Affairs fellow Ashley Jarity uh, to LAFCO. Um, she is our uh, third Coral Fellow that we're hosting at LAFCO. Um, and as a research associate, Ashley is looking into the city's climate policies and how they're enforced. Um, not a particularly easy assignment, um, but um, Ashley is already diving into it. Uh, she received her undergraduate degree in geography and society environment from UC Berkeley, uh, where she is focused on environmental justice and public policy. So please join me in welcome, welcoming Ashley Jarity uh, to LAFCO. Um, the final item that I have is uh, just wanted to let you know that the Cal LAFCO uh, Board of Directors has decided to cancel this year's in-person conference for obvious reasons uh, due to COVID. Um, also, many travel budgets have been slashed at, at LAFCOs across California. So right now, the next conference is being planned for October 2022 in Newport Beach. And finally, uh, we talked about today being my last LAFCO meeting. I just want to extend a few more thanks that I didn't get an opportunity to do at the beginning. I just want to I want to thank Mike Himes and the Clean Power SF team. Uh, we really grew to have a strong relationship over the years. I'd like to thank Barbara Hale um, and everyone at Clean Power SF. Um, it, um, when I came on, I did not really not know a lot about renewable energy and the way the program worked. Um, and they were always extremely helpful um, in helping me figure things out. Um, and I also want to thank our consultant that we brought on to LAFCO, who produced a number of valuable reports uh, on Clean Power SF. I also want to thank all of our survey team, uh, UC Santa Cruz, Jobs with Justice, uh, for all of the survey work that they did. And with that, Madam Chair, that concludes my report. Thank you, Officer Goble. It's it's really amazing to hear your your, your report back. I, I hope uh, many folks would appreciate, especially uh, when I learned that you know now that uh, San Francisco Department of Environment earned the grant, uh, you know that I really think that they should recognize the work that you have done, um, uh, helping helping them through you know uh, applying for the grant and and some of the uh, programming development. And uh, Commissioner Mar, please. Yeah, um, thanks so much, uh, Executive Officer Goebel, for that your final um, uh, Executive Officer report, and um, welcome Ashley. Um, yeah, that our new Coro Fellow, and I. But I really did want to just um, say I'm so excited to to hear that your your report that the um, that Department of Environment got the state grant. Um, to start up the e-bike um, rebate program for for the app-based delivery drivers, um, you know this this as as you mentioned came directly out of this this proposal came directly out of the um, the groundbreaking research you know that LAPCO under your leadership you know led on 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 app-based um, workers here in the city and um, and so it's so excited to see it this first um, um, policy recommendation that that came out of that research. You know, moving forward, and it, it's um, important. You know, for so many reasons, like it, it'll help. You know, address our support our climate action goals in re reducing um, greenhouse gas emissions from transportation sector. It'll help reduce um, congestion on our streets. But most, more importantly, it's going to provide support for the app-based um, um, uh, delivery workers here in our city. And um, so it's just, um, I think it's a reminder of. of the importance of all the policy recommendations, the the, the full um, 
comprehensive set of policy recommendations that came out of the, the work, you know, um, over the last year year or two, and um, the, and the need for us to continue to um, to push for 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 the other recommendations and other ways to support our gig workers in the city. Um, I had I had the opportunity to join a group of DoorDash workers um, just before Labor Day at at a big protest, um, and and um, and that just you know was a reminder of um, the the need for us to do a lot more. And especially here in San Francisco, to support our, um, our the growing gig work workers um, and and ensure that um, this new economy is is going to be fair and 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 economic provide economic security for for the growing workforce. So thanks again, um, yeah, Executive Officer Officer Goebel for all of your work on this. And yeah. Thank you, Commissioner Marr. Um, are there any other questions from commissioners or comments? Uh, seeing none, um, seeing none, should we go to public comments, Madam Clerk? Yes, uh, yes, Madam Chair, DT is checking to see if there are any callers in the queue. Kalina, please let us know if there are any callers are ready. If you have not already done so, please press star three now to be added to the queue for those already on hold. Please continue to wait until the system indicates that you have been unmuted. Um, do we have any callers ready to speak? There are no callers in the queue. Okay. Thank you, Madam Chair. There are no callers. Great. Uh, seeing no public comments, public comments is now closed. Madam Clerk, can you please call item number four? I think you're muted. Sorry about that. Uh, item number four is a Clean Power SF, a Clean, clean Community Choice Aggregation CCA Activities Report, an update on activities to implement Clean Power SF's 2020 IRP, and an update on COVID-19 debt relief. For members of the public who wish to provide public comment on this item, please call 415-655-0001 now, meeting ID 2493-099-8339, and pound 8339 and then pound again. If you have not already done so, please dial star three to line up to speak. A system prompt will indicate you have raised your hand. Please wait until the system indicates that you have been unmuted and you may begin your comments, Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, we will now hear from Clean Power SF Executive Director, Mike. Oh, no, actually we have Barbara. Is that, is that correct? That's right. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Chair. Um, Mike Himes is off today, so um, I'm standing in for him. Uh, Barbara Hale, Assistant General Manager for Power. I wanna thank you, Commission, for the opportunity to present an update on the PUC Clean Power SF activities. Um, before I do, I have to pause and say thank you to Brian. Um, so thank you, Brian, for uh, your partnership. It's been uh, very important to us. The executive officer role is a key link between the commission and the SFPUC. We really appreciate the open communication channel, the open dialogue that you've always afforded us and fostered uh, the insights you've brought on the commissioner's interests and needs um, have been uh, really valuable to us. And 
And you know, I mentioned that Mike Himes is off today. He texted me this morning to say, don't forget, it's Brian's last meeting. Um, and I only mentioned that because uh, he was like emphatic, don't forget to thank Brian. Um, that really just is to, to indicate how sincere our appreciation is for that partnership, Brian. It's such an important role and we look forward to the new executive officer um, approaching the job with that same partnership spirit. So for um, our Clean Power SF update, I want to introduce the PUC Power uh, analysts that will be presenting today and supporting our presentation. We have Grace Kay, Justin Pine, and Kiara Herman from the PUC Power uh, Clean Power SF team. Uh, and so with that, I'd like to have Kiara take over the uh, speaking role and we'll hear our presentation. Thank you, commissioners. Kiara, are you able to come off uh, mute and, and present? Yeah. Can you all hear me? Yes. We can hear you now. Um, we can't see you, but we can hear you. Okay. So okay. Did the video work now? Oh, sorry. sorry. It was okay. Are you still hearing the echo? Yes, Kiara, please go ahead. Thank you. Okay, great. So good morning, all. Um, I will be providing an update on our program enrollment and service statistics. Um, so enrollment and customer participation in Clean Power SF remains stable. Since our last update in July, we have seen some growth in commercial customer participation in our super green product. Since commercial customers use more power than residential customers, even just a few commercial customers can make a big impact on sales. So although our participation from a percentage of accounts has not changed, we now forecast that our super green sales will exceed 6% of total clean power SF sales in 2021. And can I get the next slide, please? Okay. Now I will be providing an update on Clean Power SF's 2020 Integrated Resource Plan. Um, so this slide provides background information and context about our Integrated Resource Planning, or IRP process, which is a requirement for Clean Power SF under state law. An IRP is a long-term energy resource planning tool that helps identify electricity resource portfolios that meet regulatory requirements policy goals, and support reliability in a cost-effective manner. The next slide, please. So last August, the SFPUC Commission adopted Clean Power SF 2020 IRP, which was submitted to the California PUC on September 1st of 2020. In the 2020 IRP, the SFPUC adopted a plan to accelerate Clean Power SF's achievement of 100% renewable and carbon-free energy by 2025. Next slide, please. The 2020 IRP adopted a number of renewable energy and energy storage capacity procurement targets, which we've covered in previous meetings and are summarized here. 
We've already made progress towards these targets with a contract for the 50 megawatts of existing geothermal and a contract for 75 megawatts of solar and storage in Alameda County. Okay. And then we are also continuing to procure additional resources to implement the Clean Power SF 2020 IRP. This table here summarizes our active resource procurement efforts. As part of a group of community choice energy programs, we issued a solicitation for long duration storage resources last fall. We are planning to seek approval from our commission and the Board of Supervisors to participate in one or more of these projects through the California Community Power, the new CCA Joint Powers Agency, either late this year or early next year. We also issued a request for offers for utility scale renewables and standalone storage in July. This solicitation closed last week and we are in the process of evaluating bids. We are planning to seek approval from our commission and the Board of Supervisors to enter into contracts later this year. And just this past Sunday, we took a step towards implementing our disadvantaged communities green tariff and community solar programs by issuing a solicitation for small scale renewable energy resources to support these two discount programs. And lastly, we're working to issue a solicitation in early 2022 for nine megawatts of new solar on in-city SFPUC reservoirs. And then can I get the next slide please? And then in addition to our renewable procurement, we are expanding our customer programs offerings. This table here lists our operating and in development customer programs. Later this year, we plan to launch our low income solar inverter program. The heat pump water heater program is slated to launch in early 2022. And we also plan to launch our disadvantaged communities green tariff program with an existing interim resource in spring of 2022. And then lastly, I wanted to share that since we last presented to you, we've submitted our application for the Energy Efficiency for Food Services Program to the California PUC. If approved, we plan to operate the program in 2023. I will now pass the presentation off to my colleague, Grace Kay, who will share information on COVID-19 debt relief efforts. Thank you. Hi, all. Thank you. Can you hear me? Okay, great. Uh, thank you, Kiara. Uh, good morning, Commissioners. My name is Grace Kay, Regulatory Analyst supporting the Clean Power SF team. Um, I'll be walking you through an update on activities we're engaged in at the state level to provide COVID-19 debt relief to our Clean Power SF customers. Um, about a month ago, after the city took action to protect its water and power customers from service disconnections during the pandemic, the California Public Utilities Commission directed the investor-owned utilities at regulates to assist disconnections for um, This happened a couple times over the past year or so through, sorry, I think there was a, an interruption. Um, so the moratorium was extended a couple times over the past year or so through June 30th of this year. And as we reported to LAFCO in February, the CPC opened a proceeding to address the approximately 1 billion in COVID debt across the utility service areas um, and to adopt policies regarding customer disconnections for non-payment. Next slide, please. 
In the first phase of this proceeding, the CPC issued a decision in June extending the disconnection moratorium, um, so from June through September 30th, and adopted a new COVID payment plan for all residential customers with arrears exceeding 60 days past due. Um, under this new payment plan program, which is being implemented this month, all residential customers not currently already enrolled in a payment plan will be auto-enrolled in two-year payment plans. Um, and as long as customers remain on their payment plan, they'll be protected from being disconnected from service. I also want to mention uh, the COVID payment plans also apply to small businesses with arrearages over 60 days past due, and they'll be auto-enrolled in payment plans to add no more than 10% to the customer's average bill, um, or 5% for small business customers located in disadvantaged communities. Um, this COVID payment plan is meant to complement the AMP program, which provides debt forgiveness for low-income customers, uh, as well as the pending California Arrearage Payment Program relief funding, which I will be introducing in the next slide. Next slide, please. In June, the state budget allocated nearly $700 million in federal funding to CCAs and investor-owned utilities in bill relief for COVID-related arrearages. Um, then on July 16th, the governor signed trailer bill AB 135, which authorized and established the California Arrearage Payment Program, also known as CAP. So the state's Department of Community Services and Development, CSD, is the agency tasked with overseeing the implementation of the CAP program and the disbursement of the funds. Uh, Clean Power's SF staff is currently working very closely with CSC and PG&E to validate the amounts of customer rearages. Uh, once this data has been validated and shared with CSD, CSD will then allocate the funds to each utility applying for the funding, and all available funds are to be dispersed by January 31st of next year. And according to CAP program guidelines, bill relief will be prioritized for active residential customers with past due balances accumulated during the COVID-19 pandemic period. So that's from March 4th, 2020 through June 15th of this year. And once funds are dispersed, they'll be directly credited to customers' bills. Uh, and in addition, customers cannot be disconnected while the CAP funding is pending and for 90 days after receiving the CAP benefit, regardless of their remaining balance. Uh, next slide, please. Um, so while CSD works with the utilities to administer the cap relief funding, um, the CPC in the meantime has opened the second phase of the COVID debt proceeding to address remaining issues related to COVID debt forgiveness. So in phase two, the CPC will be addressing any implementation issues with the cap program to ensure that the funds are successfully being distributed. And then the status of other relief programs such as the emergency rental assistance program ERAP, which we have shared information with you on previously. And while CAP funding will address a significant portion of the customer's arrearages accumulated during the COVID period, um, it will not be able to cover the entire amount. Therefore, the commission will be looking at how much customer debt remains after funding from the CAP program and other various relief programs have been applied um, and whether there is a need to address the remaining debt and how it should be treated. So we will continue to actively participate in this proceeding on behalf of our Clean Power SF customers, and we'll keep you informed as phase two of the proceeding progresses. 
And with that, that concludes my short presentation. Uh, my colleagues and I are happy to take any questions you may have. Thank you. I, I have uh, one question about um, if we could go back to the uh, electric water heater uh, that I think the rollout uh, is for uh, early 2022. And I just kind of want to learn a little bit more about, you know, um, what is the plan of, for the rollout? I, I think it's very exciting. The electric water heater has been you know, something that I think we, we want people to, to start considering, but it, I know that it also been pricey. So just try to understand how that program works. Uh, if you could just elaborate a little bit more details and, and how um, that is gonna share with uh, San Francisco residents. Barbara, is this one that you would like to take? Sure, if you'd like me to, I'm happy to. So we have um, the benefit of being able to join a pro our, our program, our heat pump water heater program with a program that's been operating in the Bay Area region through um, what's called REN. So this is a, one of the local area partnerships, a number of um, uh, counties and CCAs have been participating in this program we will be rebating to customers some of the costs uh, to um, install, to purchase and install these qualified heat pump water heaters. Uh, so we are, we're excited to be able to um, partner with the, the Bayren team who's been implementing this program for a while in the Bay Area and other jurisdictions. Uh, so Clean Power SF is contributing funds to that program uh, to, um, uh, begin to make it available to San Franciscans. The Bay Ren program has qualified installers on their, on their website um, who can talk a, a customer through this new technology and help them understand how it will work, how it will perform relative to you know, what they're used to with the old technologies, right? And so this is part of our effort to decarbonize and improve the efficiency of um, water heating services in our in our territory. Great, and uh, I, I really look forward to it. I, I think it's, it, I agree that, you know, I, I think it's great that we're moving away from natural gas uh, with our, mm -hmm. our stove. And it is really good to see that there's effort and really incentives uh, for people to, right. to help them with the electric uh, water heater. Um, my, my next question is uh, about the disconnection, eviction, uh, disconnection moratorium that is now has been extended to September 30th, which is good news, um, except it's also coming up in two weeks. Uh, but I also know that, you know, in the previous uh, report from uh, Director Himes that we know that we, we know that it's going to time with the debt relief so that we know that, you know, you've if those who cannot pay in time, they will not really suffer from the disconnection. They will then automatically roll into the debt relief program. Uh, I know that you will have more information, but just look forward to seeing um, uh, the information of who's re receiving the debt relief in San Francisco, both residential and commercial side. Uh, so perhaps that we can get more of that information once the program start rolling out. Um, but on top of that, though, 
um, for those who do not qualify, well, I, I shouldn't say for those who do not qualify. I, I, I'm trying to figure out like who who gets who gets to qualify into into the debt relief program, and what happened um, for those who get left behind, so to speak. And my assumption is not going to cover everybody. Um, so, are there options to still um, prevent uh, from being disconnected? And how can we, or how can the city and county of San Francisco play a role in the statewide disconnection uh, moratorium? Can I comment in response to uh, Commissioner Chan? No, you're exactly right. Um, I, I think we, and that is part of the, the main goal of phase two of the CPC proceeding on COVID debt relief is to look at the entire picture. Once you apply and leverage all the federal and state funding that's available from the CAP program um, and looking at what, you know, who might be left behind. And if there's a need, um, there may be a new relief program that may be created to address um, that amount. But in the meantime, um, I think parties are advocating that we see the CAP program through and see um, how much funding is available and how it's applied. Uh, each applicant utility is required to report out on the disbursement of their funds, which customers have received them, uh, received the CAP funding. Um, and so we'll get all that information later on in this proceeding. Great, and do we have a timeline for that, roughly? Um, there is a preliminary schedule for phase two, um, but right now, uh, they're asking questions about how the CAP program implementation is going, and there'll be some workshops to get more data also on how the other relief programs are going as well, such as ERAP, um, before we kind of move into a, a, a more action kind of phase uh, for the proceeding to see if um, what we can do to address any remaining debt. Great. And yeah. and when we are and when we have the information, um, Commissioner Chan, about who in San Francisco received those funds. We'll, we'll flag that we're ready to present it here because I hear that's an, op an outstanding question you have. So when we've got that information together, we'll, we'll plan on presenting it in a future update for you. That's great. Okay. Really appreciate it. I think uh, the disconnection uh, moratorium, it, it's key uh, to just get us through and um, interested to also hear how that is impacting our uh, small businesses for the commercial ones as well. I, I think it will be tremendously helpful. Thank you both. Uh, thank you all three uh, for, for your presentation and, and answers. Um, fellow commissioners, I'm checking in to see if you have any questions and comments. Seeing, seeing none, going once, going twice. All right. So. Um, uh, Madam Clerk, should we go to um, public comment for this item? Yes, Madam Chair. DT is checking to see if there are any callers in the queue. Kalina, please let us know if there are any callers who are ready. Uh, if you have not already done so, please press star three to be added to the queue. For those already on hold, please continue to wait until the system indicates that you have been unmuted. Kalina, do we have any callers in line? Hello again, Commissioners. This is Eric Brooks with Our City SF and, and Californians for Energy Choice. So first, on the relief program, um, I wanted to just flag something for SFPC staff that's important to follow up on, and that is that apparently uh, PG&E is changing the way it's interacting with care customers and their reapplications, and it's trying to get people to do it online and on the phone. 
which is it's more commonly done through the mail. And so you might want to check with customers that are traditionally on care, which ties in importantly to this program, to make sure that they uh, are doing their care application properly since PG&E is changing the way that's done. Uh, and then on to clean energy. Uh, it's great. Uh, thanks for the report. Uh, it's great to hear that nine more megawatts of solar are going to go up on reservoirs. That's a really important progress. Uh, commissioners, as you know, however, we do have 400 megawatts of use in San Francisco, so we do need to uh, go ahead and fill out that whole 400 megawatts with local renewables that are put up and run by local uh, community and with in creating local jobs. I just want to flag for you all uh, that at 8.22 in the morning today I sent you uh, an updated version of the sign-on letter about getting local clean energy and climate justice. And so please look at that. That now has 18 groups on it, including Extinction Rebellion and Sunrise Movement, which have been added. And it's really time for the Board of Supervisors and hopefully LAFCO, if it can get staff online soon, to move forward with that bigger plan. So please do look at that letter. Thanks. Thank you for your comments. Is that the only caller? Do we have any callers left in the queue? There are no more callers in the queue. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Uh, seeing no uh, public speakers in the queue, a public comments is now closed. Madam Clerk, can you please call item number five? Yes, and for the record, there was no action taken on item number four. Item number five is open, is open local agency formation commission appointment and positions. The one public member seat on the commission with a term ending February 22nd, 2022, an open executive officer staff position and an open reinvestment working group policy analyst staff position. For members of the public who wish to speak on this item, please call 415-655-0001, meeting ID 2493-099-8339, then pound and pound again. If you have not already done so, please dial star three now to line up to speak for this matter. A system prompt will indicate you have raised your hand. Please wait until the system indicates that you have been unmuted, and then you may begin your comments. Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Um, so as you know, uh, uh, at the July uh, LAFCO meeting, Commissioner Cruz Polak um, resigned, and we now have an opening for the public member seats on the commission. We have received two applicants. Uh, uh, we have received two applications from, from uh, applicants since Commissioner um, Cruz Polak's uh, resignation. So we're extending uh, and because it's, we all really only have two, uh, I, I would assume that we would like to extend the application period to be open for another month to allow more candidates to apply. Um, so if, if you know the general public are interested in applying, please uh, visit sfbos.org and you know navigate to about the board and click on vacancy. But of course, you're also welcome to contact uh, our, our uh, Madam Clerk and, and, and her team here uh, directly to, to see about that um, information. And um, also for the open executive officer uh, staff position uh, with the executive officer global leaving us, 
Uh, we're now also hiring for an executive officer to fill his shoes. Um, probably very challenging, but we're going to try. Uh, the application opened on July 29 and closed on August 6. Uh, a hiring panel will interview applicants who qualified and were selected uh, for an interview towards uh, the end of this month, September. The hiring panel, though, will not include any of the LACO's commissioners at this time. That's including myself. Um, hopefully, we will have a new executive officer hire and starting uh, working uh, mid-October uh, if, if all goes well. Uh, and for the open reinvestment working group policy analyst staff position. Uh, so finally, LAFCO is also, uh, it's very exciting. Uh, LAFCO is also assisting the process in hiring a policy analyst uh, to staff the reinvestment working group. Um, so just wanna thank you uh, to the clerk's office for giving us one of their vacant position, um, or I should say on the loan, you know, to fill this role for, for this fiscal year. Um, so the application opened on July 29, and the hiring panel decided to wait until our executive officer is hired uh, before proceeding with hiring a policy analyst, uh, as the two staff will be working together. So the job announcement uh, now is reopened, has reopened on Tuesday, September 7th. Uh, applicants are encouraged to apply as soon as possible. The earliest uh, it may close is on Friday, September 24th. So it's next week. Um, colleagues, do you have any comments and questions about uh, these announcements? Please, Commissioner Mong. Thank you, Chair Chan. I, I, thanks for these updates on um, filling um, such important positions um, for LAFCO and um, um, and thanks for your work, and, as well as um, the clerk's office on on, on the, the recruitment process. Um, I just had a question about about the um, recruitment for the new um, executive officer staff position, and um, so it sounds like I, I guess my question is: Did do we have enough? Um, did we get enough applications and, and have a, a good enough pool of applicants to move forward with that time timeline you said around hopefully um, making a hiring decision? by the end of the month and, and having somebody on board in October. It, it, it sounds to me uh, that, sorry, I think I'm having echo. Okay. Uh, it sounds to me though, um, from what I, I learned uh, from uh, the clerk's office uh, and uh, actually uh, uh, Ms. Angela Calvillo is, is helping us to put it all together and uh, that they do have a good list of candidates that they will be interviewing. Um, we know that uh, they are they're carefully screened and uh, according to the rules uh, and regulations. And, and I think we're fortunate enough to, to have uh, a good list um, and enough list uh, of candidate uh, to, to be interviewed. But we'll, we'll know more. Um, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Thanks again for all of your work and, and to, to add to the clerk's office as well on this. Thank you. Of course, and, and I, I think uh, what it is, is that there are five applicants are moving forward from, from, from those who submitted their application. Great, thank you. Um, I don't think I see anyone else on the roster for questions. Uh, so are there any members of the public would, would like to speak on this item? 
Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, DT is checking to see if there are any callers in the queue. Please let us know if there are any callers who are ready. If you have not already done so, please press star three now to be added to the, the speaker line. For those who are already on hold, please continue to wait until the system indicates that you have been unmuted. Do we have any, do we have any callers who are ready? Good morning again, Commissioners. Uh, Eric Brooks with Our City SF and Californians for Energy Choice. So I just had a couple of questions for Chair Chan. Um, you mentioned on the executive's officer staff position that there's a hiring panel, and that I think you mentioned you were on it. It's kind of the audio, audio is a little bit rough on this phone connection, but uh, I was wondering if you could elaborate on who makes up that hiring panel, uh, and also if uh, Executive Officer Goble was able to put his two cents in on candidates and also will the public at some point uh, be able to comment in case uh, someone that's being lined up to be hired would give us concerns I'm not sure if that's possible or not but I want to find out about that but the main thing is uh, what is the constituency of the hiring panel thank you um, sorry I realize it's public comments I'm not answering it yet <laughs> but go ahead I'll answer after we're closed out on public comments. Please continue. Well, that's, uh, that's all I had. All right. Thank you. Uh, do we have any other callers on the line? There are no more callers in the queue. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you. Um, and seeing no more public comments, public comments is now closed. Uh, I, I do want to take this opportunity to answer some of the questions and uh, to clarify that I myself am not on the hiring pa panel. Um, and that uh, I, at this moment, I'm not disclosing specific names of the hiring panel to avoid any candidate uh, to may have the advantage uh, of seeking out the, the, the panelist. Um, but I can say that it is uh, representative from uh, a member of the board of supervisors and uh, someone from the clerk's office and also uh, someone from uh, San Francisco Public Utilities Commission uh, to sort of make up a diverse perspective um, to on, on the panel. So that's I'm, I'm not disclosing the names, but I think that gives you a, a, a perspective and understanding of uh, who the panel, where the panelists are coming from. And um, I think there's some other questions about sort of the process. Uh, Madam Clerk, could you elaborate briefly or announce, make like a brief announcement about the hiring process uh, more as a technical part of uh, if we're going to disclose and, and how would how would the public be vet if, if the public would like to vet uh, the hiring or the candidate, I should say. Are we talking about the executive officer's Correct. position? Yes. Um, I actually am, that would be Junko Laksamana. She's the deputy that handles personnel. So I, uh, while I have a general overview of what it is, I, I don't really know the specifics. She handles the hiring process. Uh, if you'd like, I can see if she is available, if you, if you, if you wanted me to take a moment. I think that's uh, if, if she's available, great. And I think to just kind of give everybody a, a understanding whether the general public uh, has a chance to uh, vet this position. Okay, let me see if I can get a hold of her. Hold on.
So, Madam Chair, I have we've reached out to her in order to give her a, a chance to go ahead and uh, log in. Would you like to go to public uh, general public comment for now, and we can circle back to this? That sounds great. So we're moving on to uh, item number six, and yes. Madam Clerk, please call item number six. Yeah, item number six is general public comment for members of the public who wish to speak on this matter. Please press, uh, please dial 415-655-0001, meeting ID 2493-099-8339, then pound and pound again. If you have not already done so, please dial star three to line up to speak. TT uh, is checking to see if we have any callers in the queue. Do we have any callers ready? Hello again, Commissioners, Eric Brooks with Our City SF and uh, Californians for Energy Choice. Just a couple of things, as I often do, I want to just reiterate the importance of the public bank and getting that moving as fast as possible. So hopefully on the next uh, agenda for next meeting, we'll have a good report on where we're at with the public bank. That's pretty crucial to clean energy and rent relief and all the other things that we're talking about, including gig workers. Uh, and then on... Um, the issue of utility debt relief, there was that was covered a little bit in today's meeting, but I think that I, as a tenant organizer, am very in touch with this issue of uh, utility re debt relief, rent debt relief, and while the moratoriums are helpful in the immediate sense, uh, the fact that most folks that are making use of those moratoriums are not working means that on October 1st, if it's not extended, and if even if it is extended, all that debt is going to come due, and people are not going to be able to pay that old rent debt and the old utility debt. So it would be good also on the next um, uh, agenda to see an item that really fleshes out what are we going to do to make sure that all the people that would get crushed by that debt do not get crushed by that debt and that the debt gets waived. And so not an easy question to answer, but it would be good for that to be answered uh, at the next meeting. So especially so that organizers like myself can reach out to tenants and others that are vulnerable to let them know what's going on with these debts and if they will be relieved of those debts. So that's all I have for that. Thanks. Thank you for your comments. I believe that was the only caller. DT, can you confirm? There are no more callers in queue. Great, thank you. Madam Chair, um, I believe that completes a general public comment and we also have uh, Junko Laksamana here. Great, I, I just wanna quickly respond though uh, about the debt relief uh, that, you know, if they're owed the, the debt, uh, they actually are automatically rolled into the debt relief program. And, uh, but that's exactly what we wanna see who, who else is not covered by that debt relief and then uh, who else is being left behind. Um, just want to clarify that. And uh, Junko, it's so good to see you somehow on the screen. Uh, Madam and Chair, you... can we close public comment on item six? Thank you. Close, uh, uh, public comment is closed for item six. And uh, let's return back to item number five, where Junko can kind of give us a walkthrough on the hiring process and whether uh, public there's a vetting public vetting components to the hiring for the executive officer um, position.
Hello. Um, I'm sorry. I just call in. So um, you're asking about the executive officer hiring plan? Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we know that we have the uh, hiring panel. Uh, the hiring plan panel is taking place, uh, taking the uh, taking the interview or starting the interview end of this month, end of September. And just wanted to, if you could walk us uh, through the uh, process thereafter. Sure. Okay. So for the executive officer, we have um, uh, a panel uh, interview scheduled next week. And then if the panel selects someone from that round of interviews, um, since this is an exempt position, we could quickly move with the onboarding process. Um, that should take, that should happen within a few weeks, two to three weeks after the interview. Um, and then uh, I believe that's, that's all we really have at this time, uh, unless you have any specific question about the process. Um, so, will the hiring panel determining uh, the, the candidates or will there be a vetting process like that we could have a discussion about uh, the, the candidates uh, publicly with the commissioners? Is there, is there such a procedure and protocol in place? Um, okay, so... Or, or will any of these information be um, publicly disclosed? We can certainly disclose um, what we posted publicly uh, uh, for the job opening and uh, how many candidates, we, uh, how many applications we received and how many were, uh, were invited for interviews. Um, I believe we can also, we cannot disclose the names of the candidate that were invited to the interviews. Um, but if, if the commission has question about the criteria or uh, metrics that the panel used to um, score these candidates, we can, we can talk about that, but we cannot discuss specific applicants' qualifications um, um, in, in, the, in, the, in the public meeting. Um, I believe that's, that's confidential. Great. Just want some clarification. That sounds mm -hmm. good. I want to make sure that uh, my fellow commissioners uh, don't have any questions for Junko, or if you do, please put your name in the roster now. Great. Seeing none, Junko, thank you so much for hopping You're on welcome. this. We really appreciate it. Thanks for your uh, for the clarification. Great. Um, so, Madam Clerk, could you please call item number seven? Uh, yes, and for the record, there was no action taken on item number five. Item number seven is future agenda items. For any member of the public who wishes to speak on this item, they should please press star three now to be lined up to speak. Madam Chair. Thank you. Colleagues, are there any future uh, agenda items that you would like to note and make sure that we discuss now for to put it on the future agenda? So if, if there's nothing else, then um, Madam Clerk, is there any other business before us today? Uh, we need to take public comment on this item um, before we adjourn. 
Uh, for this item, item number seven, DT is checking to see if we have any callers in the queue. Please put any caller forward. Yeah, there uh, Eric Brooks with uh, Our City SF and uh, and Californians for Energy Choice one last time. Just wanted to <clears throat> flag again that uh, sign-on letter for the local clean energy and uh, climate justice build-out uh, to do 100% within 10 years on that. Uh, would like to see that right away as an agenda item, hopefully in October, or if you don't have a new executive officer up to speed by then, maybe the next meeting, but it would be, it's important that we get that on the LAFCO agenda right away. Thanks. Do we have any other callers? Thank you for your comments. Do we have any callers left in the queue? There are no more callers in the queue. Thank you. Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Clerk. Are there any more um, business for today? Uh, if you could close public comment first and then we can adjourn the meeting. Yes, that's right. The no more public comments, public comments is closed. Thank you so much, Madam Clerk. <laughs> uh, I believe that concludes our business for today. Thank you. And we will see all of you in October. Thank you. Thanks.